0: Welcome to the podcast, where we get into the real and raw of pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. My name is Hannah Gill. I'm a Vibak mom, doula, and birth educator, and I help women discover their options and harness their inner power to have the experiences they desire. I'm here to support you through the ebbs and flows of these transformative years, so we can have open and honest conversations about the hard, the messy, and the beautiful parts of motherhood. This is the Ebb and Flow Birth Show. Everyone, welcome back to the Ebb and Float Birth Show. I am your host, Hannah Gill, and we have started the first round of sickness in my household. All the runny noses, coughs, sore throats. Um, So I'm just waiting for it to get worse before it gets better. But that is why my voice sounds a little off today. And I'm sure you all understand this struggle, especially those of you with young children at home. Today's episode isn't going to be too long. Um, throughout the next month or so, my solo episodes are going to be pretty short because I will have longer interviews coming up. So I want to add some variety in the episode length for you guys. All right. Um, I have been getting a lot of questions about my postpartum PTSD that I experienced due to my birth trauma. And I feel like I could do a really long episode about this, but for right now, I'm just going to address a few of the que- or one of the questions um, I have been getting the most, and I want to start out by saying that I'm obviously not a medical professional, and none of this is medical advice. This is just my personal experience. So um, please seek help and guidance from a professional if you have specific questions related to your situation. One of the main questions I've been getting is how did I know I had postpartum PTSD and what were like the symptoms I was experiencing. And I talk about this a lot in episode seven. um, That is a bit of a longer episode. It's almost 30 minutes. So I'll just address this question here quickly for people that just want to know this specific thing. So I didn't know at first what was wrong, but I knew something um, was just off and wrong mentally and emotionally And that was around five to six months postpartum when I finally decided to seek help. Many of the symptoms um, of postpartum PTSD overlap with postpartum depression and anxiety. But some of the main things that I was experiencing that stuck out to me were flashbacks and nightmares. Um, So I was having uh, flashbacks and nightmares about the entire birth or specific uh, events in the birth And then I was also avoiding um, situations or people that reminded me of my birth. So I started avoiding like social media profiles that either showed positive birth experiences or traumatic birth experiences, basically any birth experience. And for those of you that don't know, at this five or six month postpartum period, that's when I completely deleted all of my social media. Like I didn't just delete my apps. Like I deleted my accounts. I erased everything. It was completely off of all social media for four months uh, while I was healing. And that was one of the best things I ever decided to do. And if you are ever considering doing that, just do it. Because it'll do nothing but benefit you. Uh, It really helped not just my PTSD, but my anxiety and stuff as well, because we all know there's just like so much information on social media and we see the good and we see the bad. And especially with families and children and things like that, I just had to remove myself from social media because it was just making making me more anxious and more worried about everything and about bad things happening and about if I was doing things right or wrong. So if you're considering taking a social media hiatus or getting rid of it completely, I recommend doing it at least for a short period of time and you will feel much better and be able to reset. (laughs) And I was also like obsessing over every detail and replaying my birth and all the events over in my mind over and over again. Um, Not just during those flashback periods, but just as I was walking or as I was nursing my son or as I was working. Um, So I was just replaying it over and over again. It was just a constant struggle. And I know I've mentioned this before, but in the moments that I was at my worst with it, I was blaming my son for the trauma and the way the birth turned out. Like I literally felt anger wondering why he had to get stuck and wouldn't come out. Clearly, I know now that this is not a logical thought and that was a response from the trauma, but that's the point it got to, like blaming my newborn baby for the trauma that we experienced. And I laugh about it now, like, oh my gosh, that is nowhere near logical. But when you're in that state, like you're not thinking logically. And it wasn't until I went to therapy that I was able to put a name to what I was feeling. I had assumed that I had postpartum depression, but I never really knew postpartum PTSD was a thing. Everyone just assumes if there's an issue postpartum, like they just lump it all into postpartum depression. And that's not always the case. There's so many different aspects of postpartum mental health. So yeah, I was able to actually put a name to what I was feeling. And I also had postpartum depression and postpartum postpartum anxiety and a little bit of rage as well. Um, So if you feel like you may be experiencing postpartum PTSD, please speak to a medical professional for guidance on how to cope and heal. But that is just a little bit of what I experienced and why one of the reasons I looked uh, to go get help and support. But that's it. That's just this quick, short episode for you guys today. I just wanted to address that because I've been getting a lot of questions about it. So that's all for today. And I will see you guys next week. You just finished another episode of the Ebb and Flow Birth Show. For more, head over to flowbirthco.com or on Instagram at ebbandflowbirthco. As a reminder, this podcast is provided to you for educational and entertainment purposes only. It is not a substitute for medical advice. Until next time, bye friends.